Hello, and welcome to the House of Legends, where you can hear world myths and legends told by a professional storyteller. I'm your host, Daniel Allison, and this is a bonus episode from the Scottish International Storytelling Festival 2019. And I'm here at the Scottish Storytelling Centre with Giovanna Conforto. Giovanna comes from Italy, and we're really lucky to have her here with us. Giovanna, can you tell us how you got started as a storyteller? Yes, I was uh, working as a social worker in uh, in public care and uh, as a drama teacher. And I came in a class with a script and then I discovered that all the people or most of the people in the room could not read and write. So I started telling the stories that were in the script. And what I discovered that that was much more effective than if they were had been able to read them because what was created in the room was much more powerful than if they had been able to read it. Okay, and what has been your focus in your career? Have you changed a lot in what you've been interested in storytelling-wise, performing or teaching? Yes, I, was, uh, I started as an uh, applied storyteller because I was working, as I said, in social care. Then I went more towards performative and now I'm more and more going back to using stories as a tool. And how, how do you do that? Well, I like to think of stories as bridges, as uh, uh, things that connect people and in creating connection, create new ways of uh, being together and new ways of thinking. Okay, can you give us uh, an example in which you've used stories this way? Uh, yes, I have various. One was uh, I've been working in a shelter for uh, refugees and uh, they came from uh, different nations and they were the only language they were sharing was Italian that they did not speak. And, uh, and, and there was a quite confusing situation. But we managed to find a story and create a story together, which was based in Africa, and, uh, and that created a, a common ground, a common place for all the people who were living there. Okay. So is working with refugees a particular passion of yours? Well, it's one of them. I, I know it might seem strange, but I don't really find so much difference in what I do if I'm working with refugees or if I'm working with business people. People are always people. And uh, finding the stories you have to tell is a human need. Finding the stories you have to tell. So that's a personal thing, the story, the, your own story or the stories that matter to you? I think it's, I, I work with myths and I think that as human, we all resonate with big myths. And uh, so, no, I don't work with personal stories. I try to help in finding a myth that could fit a particular situation. Okay. And to which, uh, which particular traditions do you work with? Oh, I work with all traditions. I, I, I like uh, Greek myths and uh, Latin transcriptions of them, but um, I work with any kind of tradition. Okay. And what projects do you have ongoing at the moment? Well, I'm working with uh, storytelling and science. Uh, 
this is my main project now. And uh, my grandparents were two chemists and two mathematicians. My parents were two physicists. I myself studied some engineering. And uh, that was one part of my life that was sort of left uh, away. And then in the last 10 years, I've been asked, I work a lot in uh, science communication, but also in, in trying to refine the stories in science. Okay. And uh, we were talking earlier, and it was a very interesting conversation, talking about how people receive stories. Um, we were talking about how you can hear a story in a theatre, wherever it is, and you can enjoy it, but it might take a bit more for that, for it to really land. And I suppose that's really particularly interesting in this context where people are listening to the podcast at home while they're driving. What do you think it takes for a person to really receive a story? I think it takes time. I think everything goes so quickly that if we listen to a story, then immediately later we listen to a song and then something else happens, that we don't really have the time to to let it sink. So I, I like the workshops in which you take even only one story and you take time to see how it resonates with you for the time that it needs, one, two, three days. Okay. And can you give any tips to people listening to the podcast at home who might feel they want to reflect more deeply on a story just from a, when they're listening to this podcast? Well, you can look for workshops that you, in which this is done, but also simply rereading a story or uh, reading it and trying to find connections with your life. But I think it's always good to do it with somebody else. It's something that it's difficult to do by yourself. So I suppose just even discussing, let's um, getting a friend or listen to this podcast, and then you talk about the story together, the two of you, and that can help you open up to it. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I think it's about time we hear a story from you. Um, can you tell us about the story you're going to tell? Yeah, this is a story I have no idea where it comes from. I heard it from Roy Galore from the International School of Storytelling, Emerson College, and this is all I know of it. Once upon a time, there were two planets, and they were friends, and after some time, they met again. And one planet was beautiful and green and blue and yellow and very healthy, and the other planet was uh, grey and smoky and was coughing. <coughs> so the healthy planet asked the ill planet, what happened to you? And the ill planet said, oh, I'm sorry, I can't tell you. I really can't tell you. It's too embarrassing. And the other planet said, well, we've been friends for a long time. You can tell me. Oh, I'd rather not. But please do. You can trust me. 
So the other planet, the ill planet, says, Well, my friend, I will tell you, I, I have homo sapiens. And the other planet says, Oh, don't worry, I had that too. It's quite severe, but it doesn't last long. And now we're going to have our second story from Giovanna. This is a very famous story and uh, presumably from Brazil, but there's different versions from it. And um, this is, it's called the hummingbird. So once upon a time, the forest was burning and it was burning very, very, very severely. And all the animals at first were looking around and trying to find shelter, but there was no shelter to be found. And so they started escaping in every direction. Everybody except one, the teeny tiny little hummingbird. And the little hummingbird went to the river, took one drop of water at the time and poured it on the burning forest, one drop at the time. The other animals paused for a moment and looked at the hummingbird. What are you doing? they asked. What I can, they, he answered. Thanks very much for those, Giovanna. Uh, so we'll just come towards, we're just coming towards the end now. Can you tell us where we can find you? I have a storytelling centre in Italy, uh, and it is called uh, the Italian Storytelling Centre, italianstorytelling.it. Great. Okay, so that's all for this episode. We should have another bonus episode from the festival soon. So look out for that and see you next time.